ever getting a oh, landscape. Uh, what's up? Oh, the <laughs> landscape. I I gotta like just send Peyton another video or something. I just, just haven't done it yet. Straight up, <laughs> I'll fix. We'll fix it eventually. Anyway, uh, welcome back to uh, this week in baseball. Brought to you by Diamond Digest. Um, this is episode six in our third season of this podcast. Uh, joining me today are Sam and Joseph. How are we doing today? Good. Really good. Good to hear. Good to hear. It's always good to be good. Um, but yeah, um, we didn't do one of these last week. Uh, we took a week off for the holiday weekend, but we are back and we'll be back hopefully every week moving forward. Uh, but as always, we'll start um, this episode with a little bit of the standings update. So we'll start in the American League out east. The New York Yankees are leading the AL East. The Minnesota Twins are leading the AL Central. And the Houston Astros lead the AL West. I did not look at the wild card teams before we started, and I don't want to guess off the top of my head because I don't remember them that well. Um, in the NL, uh, the NL East, we have the New York Mets leading that division. The NL Central, it is the Milwaukee Brewers. In the NL West, we have the Dodgers. Um, so it looks, it's backwards on the screen, so that looked dumb. <laughs> I just hate Not the Dodgers, as you all know. Fair enough. Anyway, how about, those, but, um, how about the Yankees and the Mets? Yeah, Yankees and Mets are looking real good right now. Uh, both those teams, comfortable leads in those divisions, I believe, uh, for both of them. Which is kind of shocking, considering how um, at least the AL East has so many quality teams in it. Yeah, and you expect Atlanta to be good in the um, NL East too. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, like they did this last year. That's also true. Mm-hmm. They'll get uh, Atlanta like ten and ten at the deadline, and then win a, win a bunch. <laughs> that was an incredible. They climbed to five hundred today. It was yeah, last year for them. Insane, but um, I guess I can look at the wildcard teams real quick. Um, uh, <laughs> Luis Guillerme might be the greatest utility player of all time. He's he's been pretty solid. Uh, remember when he shaved his beard? Because that was that was freaky. Didn't like anyone shaving their beard. It just it just looks wrong. That's <laughs> true. All right, I, podcast razor. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. Uh, I guess the NL uh, the NL wildcard teams would be San Diego, St. Louis, and San Francisco. AL, Toronto, Tampa, and uh, the Angels. So I like it didn't take that much to look up. It I didn't have to guess, but yeah, these are teams you kind of expected to kind of be around, hanging around. Um, but like I said, um, I think the biggest shocker, standing wise, at least to me, is the fact that like the Mets have an eight and a half game lead, and then you have um, the Yankees with a seven and a half game lead. Yeah, and what's crazy is like. Toronto's in second in that in that division with a 31 and 22 record, which is really good. Yankees are just 39 and 15. The thing is with the wild card series, how much of a detriment is it to not be winning your division with a good record? Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but don't you play card. all three games on the road if you're the wild card team? That's true. And depending on where you go, like if you're going in the Bronx, I do not want to play. I, I still, I still, it still doesn't register in my mind that Toronto plays home games, like real life home games. Well, they always in play Toronto. home games, but they're playing in Toronto. That's the crazy. Because part like last year, had they played the... three away games. Who cares? 
(laughs) Yeah, I mean, well, at least especially for Toronto. Home games in Toronto are a huge advantage now um, for them, considering every team that goes to Toronto. If you're an unvaccinated player, you can't play in Toronto. Mm, Yeah, that would be a massive benefit. Yeah, exactly. So that's a lot of incentive to win that division and get as many home games as possible. Like in uh, the, the come playoff times won't lose. Yeah, which is the tough part because the Yankees deserve nothing that is good ever. Um but, but like, like the Yankees well, go for it. Like what? I have a hard time hating the Yankees that much. Why? Because you should because the last time they won a World Series, I was a grand total of three years old. They've just the been Yankees. bad. They like they have not won. Anything. I don't think they've been bad. I think they've just choked it a lot. They like, yeah. I, like, like they just keep choking. And I don't remember yeah. them being like this juggernaut. So why am I supposed to be like, oh, I hate the Yankees? I mostly hate them because they still have very um, like racist policies in place, weighing the hair and facial hair policies. Yeah, that's oh. a big reason why I still hate them. Hmm. Yeah, like, that's most of the reason. I didn't think they had like hair policy. I thought it was just the no facial no. hair policy. Yeah, they have a like hair policies too, where it can be below the shoulders, I believe, something like that. Yeah, I was gonna say the um, Simpsons lampooned that famously with um, Don Mattingly in the Homer at Bat like, episode. So, although Ken Griffey Jr.'s hatred of them kind of makes me hate them, but yeah, well, like he, that's another thing. Like he hates them because they are like famously like have or like anti like um, like they're very like racist policies, and they have a reputation of those kind of things. I thought it was because uh, they didn't let him do stuff when his dad was on the team and he was like 12 I mean, or whatever i was gonna say the story from what i remember goes that like all the kids were running around in the play in the clubhouse and they singled out griffey specifically instead of yeah. any other the players kids hmm. you have to wonder why it's not that hard to wonder josh donaldson fits right in is all i'm saying <laughs> anyway anyway not to bash on most of like current whatever like yankees i this is a big reason why I historically don't like the Yankees. Plus, like the facial hair policy is stupid, the hair policy is stupid. Like it's it's dumb. It's time to grow up. Like the Yankees fans are also obnoxious, most of them. Yeah, I hate like, I hate Yankees fans. Ninety percent of Yankees Twitter is obnoxious. I have two two things muted on Twitter. It's the word Yankees and Chad Pinder. That's all I have <laughs> muted on Twitter. I wonder why you have Chad Pinder muted. It's all because of Jenny. Like, I know. If that's the only reason. I know. <laughs> but anyway, You're enough like, about the Yankees. I guess we're going to go right back to talking about the Yankees. I guess we'll just start with the Yankees uh, have been really hot. We know that. The Twins have also been super hot this week. And those teams are going to be matching up this week. And that's kind of crazy because they've both been absurdly like good mm-hmm. as of late anyway. Um, like what is what? What, how do you guys think that series goes? I think it's a three-game. Let me double-check that real quick. Um, but with two teams that are basically the hottest teams in baseball at the moment, like matching up, like how's how's that play out in your guys' head? Your the minds? one thing I'm looking for specifically is I saw a stat like the Twins are far and away the leading team in taking first pitches, and they always get 1-0 counts. And the incredible run and form that like the Yankee starters have been on recently – do you go after these twins hitters and get that 0-1 advantage, or do you still kind of try and pitch around and hope like that's what they're expecting us to do? Let's try and get away with a couple. I mean, the twins' offense is isn't really like one guy. It's 
very all around. Yep. So I think you're, it's like, it's like a playing the percentages. It's not a huge disadvantage to pitch to any one of them, except to maybe uh, Buxton. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think generally she comes back in time or. I think it goes two Yankees, one twins. Like that. Yeah. I could honestly, you can give me any outcome. I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Like two, one Yankees, two, one twins, a sweep, a Yankee sweep of the twins. I'd be like, yeah. That tracks. Like, also, I, I need, that we need sure. Kyle Garlic to get way more at bats. Cool name, dude. When Kyle sure. Garlic made his debut, we were freaking out because he grew up like down the road from us, and we're like, "Oh my god!" Uh, nice. Also, just a cool baseball name. That's just a cool baseball name. <laughs> yeah, that's in, like an like old tiny name is like Kyle Garlic. Yeah, that's just awesome. Yeah. I like that a lot. Like for sunny, no reason. They also have Sunny Gray on the same team. They also have like Joe Ryan, so like <laughs> I don't trust the two first name guys. Never trust the two first name anybody. Never, no. never trust the two first name guy. Yeah, exactly. Nick Gordon, <laughs> Nick Gordon, not good. That's a shame. I mean, he's not bad. No, it's just he has two I first like, names, so I don't like him. Yeah, I know, I know what you meant, but. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um, kind of moving on. We'll stop talking about the Yankees for now. Actually, no, we won't. Let's talk about Judge really quick. I want to get over the Yankees here. Uh, Aaron Judge. Statistically, it's what the people want. I know, but that's like the worst. I hate them. Anyway, um, Aaron Judge, who I don't hate as much. I like Aaron Judge. He grew up in my area. Um, uh, Aaron Judge was the first uh, hitter to 20 home runs this year. And right now he's sitting at 21 leading the pack by five home runs to the next closest. There's three guys with 16. But he's got a five-home run lead in the home run race right now, which is kind of crazy. Like, he's been like, – a large part of the Yankees' success has probably has been on Judge's insane offensive output. Like, what do you uh, think Judge can keep up this pace? I, like, I honestly think this just puts all the rumors of Judge peaked as a rookie away. Because everyone's like, oh, Judge peaked when he was 25 and a rookie. Like okay, uh, he's doing better now. He had that he great twenty twenty one. You know, I mean, he was healthy, had a great season. It wasn't the highs of his twenty seventeen, but he was still really, really good. Yeah, but like this is a still, whole another level. The haters could still say, "Oh, Aaron Judge is washed. He'll never be like that. Be that like top tier best, be one guy. of the best hitters in baseball again. Yeah. He is that guy now, Wrong. and I think." <laughs> And I think that he's probably, I think probably going to get two hundred to three hundred million dollars this off season. If he yeah, keeps no, that up and hits that sixty-three pro- home run projection, he's on right now, three hundred easily. Sixty-three home, like that's just insane. Like that's the Yankees will pay him so much, whatever he wants. Yeah, they might have to blank check him, and like, which is cool because like, you know, like he bet on himself this off season. Like, and boy, was that the right bet to take? Yeah, like. He's it's just, just a, it's so a souped good. up Josh Donaldson approach. <laughs> Something along those lines. But um, with with Judge being so good, I kind of want to talk about the MVP race in those leagues as well. Yeah. Um, with the AL, I think there's um, a couple guys that we've seen so far that have been really good, but you doubt they keep up that pace. Those guys being Ty France and Taylor Warren. And then you've got a couple guys who've been, been doing it, will continue to do it in Trout and J-Ram. And then Judge also being just how good he's been and living up to that potential. Like, so 
if if the season not at the end of today, but say like things play out like relatively normally for the rest of the year, who do you think takes that that um if judge hits sixty two, he gets it. Judge has to have like a huge come down for to lose it. And it's a long season, so he's gonna hit that slump, but I don't see a scenario where Judge loses it at this point. I mean J Ram could go on a hot streak. Yeah. J Ram will go on a hot streak. J Ram is so in a perpetual good. hot streak. Pretty I much. think if the Angels didn't drop ten straight while Trout's going through this O for twenty three and Ward yeah. is, continues to be this amazing hitter, I think you have an argument for Taylor Ward. I think he's just this ten game losing streak has really kind of put a hindrance on that argument for him being MVP. I think mean, why would a baseball MVP have that much to do with team success? Taylor Ward is really good. He is really he good. Is. But all you know the I mean, old but... like heads who vote for this award want team success too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's a reason why it's noted too of like Otani struggling, Trout struggling, Taylor Ward t- swinging a hot bat, and he's carrying this team to victories. That's a great narrative, and that's kind of what you look for sometimes in the MVP voting. I mean, what's the narrative? But they're over 10. I guess Judge has a really good narrative. Of yeah. he's leading the Yankees to this historic campaign, right? After and, betting on himself, I'm like that's a great narrative. narrative. Goes crazy, but like the Indians are in second place, right? Well, the Guardians are in second place right now, and if if they can somehow snatch that third wild card spot, you have a similar narrative with with yeah. Ramirez. Yeah, I mean, all it's going to take is at least right now it's looking like all it's going to take is five hundred. To get that third wildcard spot in either league, because the Blue or, or Jays like and the Rays bit, get theirs, the Blue Jays yeah, and Rays will get two, and then three goes to whoever has. Yeah. Right, right, right. In the NL, you think it's the the Padres and the Giants get theirs, and it's probably the Cardinals. Um, Giants, but... Padres, Cardinals, Braves might make a run as they Braves as they are going to turn around. At some point, they're too, there's too much time on the roster for them not to turn it around. Right, which is fair. You think um, one of the Cardinals or Giants are probably going to like drop like a bit. Like the Giants have been insanely like, cold the last couple of weeks. Um, still sitting like at um, like five games over 500. You're saying, um, I think is, this is the low for the Giants, I think. Yeah, I hope so. I think they'll win. I think, nine, so too, but... I think they'll win eighty-eight to ninety games with relative ease. Yeah, yeah. yeah a lot I of think that's... players are going to come back. They're going to get healthy, and then it's going to get real annoying, and that division race is going to tighten up real quick. Yeah the the NL the NL West is the best division in baseball right now. Like that's like without NL question. best, top to bottom. Like that is the fact that like we talked about this earlier in the season. Like every team in that division was over five hundred, like well into May. Which yeah. is insane. Like, like forty, like fifty games into the season, they were all above five hundred, and it wasn't until the Rockies have struggled a bit recently where, like, that's not really going to happen anymore. But the Diamondbacks are still hovering around five hundred. They're twenty six, twenty eight. Also, CJ Crone is still so good. CJ Crone's awesome. I love CJ Crone. I'm He's glad good. for him. You know what I mean? And Chad you can always hear that Coors argument. Over and over and over again. Also, I love that the guy whose name is Chad Cool is carrying the rotation. 
He's that also the, like, the best run value in baseball. Like, how do you do That's that? A That's a Hall of Fame name. Of course. Chad Cool, Hall of Fame name. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess while we're still in the NL real quick, um, we'll talk about bad MVP race real quick, which is a lot less crowded than the AL, because you've really got three guys right now. That's Betts, Machado, Goldschmidt. That's really it right now. Uh, the Machado narrative is going to go crazy. Yeah, I That's think right I now it's Machado. Machado as my preseason MVP pick is because I'm like, the oh, narrative man. without Tatis, and then he underperformed a lot of the expected numbers. He's going off. That. It's exactly the way I thought he was going to be playing this year. I hate it, but... I picked Acuna. The thing is, like, you can make the narrative, oh, yeah, the, the Padres were so... The Padres fell apart last year, but then Machado brought them back to the playoffs. But then... Yeah, the Dodgers are going to win 100 games with or without Mookie Betts. Yeah. Yeah, reasonable. So Who cares? I, I like right. Machado a lot um, for that pick. Goldschmidt has been insanely productive, um, but I think he will hit like a cold spell at some point. Um, Those first basemen. Like, first basemen should not win MVP unless they're putting up like a ridiculous amount of... Like, if they're, unless their OPS Plus is north of 160 or 170. And that's the hard I, thing I was about fine. first baseman is, like, yeah. you really have to have that Like, good the last season. first baseman who I think should have won it was Votto in 2017. Yeah. And that's because he hit, that's because he hit 400 in the second half. I was fine with the shortened season and first baseman MVPs because it was a shortened season. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was fine. He's, but outside of that, you really have to have, like, a true... Defense is a, cumulative, is a cumulative thing. Yeah. Right. And, like, it's it's easy, like so. After okay, I'll say this: Brandon Belt's the best defensive first baseman in baseball. I will not let anyone tell me otherwise because it's true. Um, I think Keith Hernandez after, still probably has one up on him, even though he's like sixty. You know, but um, after watching not Brandon Belt play first base um, for the last couple of weeks, like man, you miss like. Good defensive. First what do you mean? Player. Darren Ruff is the greatest first baseman of all time. He plays more in left than anything. What? Um, why? Why? Like, I don't know. He is My a wooden pole. Underrated, but it's still not like a huge component of like a successful ball club. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But like, it's also. Oh, I think it totally is. It's. I mean, it is, but it also is it as someone who's currently watching my team every day play without one of, if not the best defensive first baseman in baseball. Like you can tell, like I have a little more anxiety every time the ball goes to first because mm-hmm. like when, when belts there, I'm like, okay, yeah, belt seldom makes an error, but Flores uh, or rough or whoever they put at first is much more likely to do it. I'm never worried about it. With belt. I mean, like I've had so Joey Votto like, at first for 15 years. So yeah, so you haven't had to worry. I about don't it. have to. It's like you don't have to worry about the Reds, about our first base yeah. missing a somewhat difficult throw to first. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then I know, like Joseph now with Freeman. Freeman's a good defensive first baseman. Like, he's a good defensive first baseman. Not if you ask my dad. He doesn't like Freeman's defensive first baseman. I'm like, no, he's a good defensive first baseman. It's it's been a little rough as of late. Like, yeah. I'll give your dad that much, <laughs> but. Overall, he's a good defensive first baseman. You figure it out eventually. But, you go through defensive right. slumps as much as you go through offensive slumps. But exactly. you you are thankful for a good defensive first baseman when a lefty just hits a line drive down the line and they smother it or they exactly. stop it. Like, that's what I'm saying. 
that's when you're thankful for your first baseman having good defense. Yeah, but like exactly. I do, I do think that like the Cardinals sh- wouldn't be winning this much if defense wasn't a super big part of baseball. Like, yeah, that's yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I'm a big defender of defense in baseball mattering. Yeah, um, that's why. Like, I mean, I I watch Brandon Crawford play shortstop every day. Like, one of if also not the best defensive shortstops in baseball. Like, he has been for the last 10, 15 years. Not 15. It has been Lee Bella. But like, yeah, he has not been that around for that long. Years. Last 10 years. Was, 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 he, was he even around in 2010? No. <laughs> uh, he, he, was, he, he called up in 2011. Yeah, I watched him in the 2012 series and 2014. Right, yeah. But um, defense is huge. That's why the Cardinals are so successful. Because like if they have if the Cardinals even have like a league average defense, I think they have five less wins this year. Yeah, yeah. It's There's just hard to quantify good defense. You know what I mean? Right. Until you see it all together. Like yeah. I mean, there's a reason why they tr- bring out Harrison Bader every day. Kevin Kiermaier I mean, still has a regular job. You know, I mean, right. it's the longest time. Is this reason why Manuel Manuel Margot is still around? Yeah. So. Uh, defense is super important. I didn't expect to talk as long about defense, but like I, gen, I do love watching good defensive baseball. Um, it's I think it's super important. I've always thought it's super important. Um, offense does matter a little bit more, I think, most of the time, but not yeah. all the time. It's like a 60-40 split. I think yeah, I think that's a good description. Yeah, that's why the Phillies are so bad. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's one reason the Phillies are so bad. Like speaking painful. of the Phillies being bad. Give me a perfect segue. Joe Girardi getting fired this week. Wow. I did not think they'd fire him that fast. Neither did I. I thought they were going to give him, like, at least till the All-Star break. Who could, like, how can you, who could fix that team? Gabe Kapler, Craig Council, Kevin Cash is not fixing that team. Gabe Kapler is not not fixing that team. Gabe Kapler is carried by a, I don't know, Giants GM McGee. Don't know his name. Farhan. Oh, Farhan Zahidi. Farhan Zahidi. Farhan is the only two brains of those Dodgers teams, apparently. Who knew? Yeah. Farhan Zahidi is awesome. Gabe Kapler is yeah. not going to Managing answer. can't fix that team. Right. Um, it's so uh, Dave Dombrowski acting like it's 2002 again. Right. And then we'll see if they do anything to fix that team in the offseason. I don't think they will. I think they're kind of stuck with that. Um, hope ball go far and um, everyone – strikes out on the other team i could see like because i think dombrowski knows what the issue is at this point yeah but i think he's gonna wait till the deadline and that'll kill the team maybe like dombrowski's a good gm too is the thing like yeah i mean there's a reason in detroit he played cabrera at third base in the one year they had a chance yeah um he has his downfalls but like overall if you David Dombrowski is the GM of your team, you're not like upset. But he's yeah. really good at coaxing billionaires into spending money. Yeah, I mean the yeah. Phillies are not going to make the playoffs, but they are going to be fun yeah. to watch regardless. I mean, as someone yeah. who's watched a lot more of the Phillies on Sunday Night Baseball than I would like to have, um, they they're a little rough to watch sometimes. When they're bad, they are so tough to watch. Um, but when they're good, they're fun to watch. Yeah. 
Um, but I mean, I do like I do think that the Phillies, like some point in September, are going to ruin someone's playoff chances, and it's going to be really. Oh, absolutely! Fun. They're a perfect. Spoiler. Absolutely. Yeah, the, like, the Phillies he... have all the makings to be a September spoiler. It's going to be the Mets that fall victim to it. Okay, the oh, Mets are so. the Mets. The Mets are going to clinch on like the tenth of September. If they, they can still mess it up, it's the Mets. Like, how I, mean, I don't think they can mess it up. Getting the hand, his pitching hand by the dog, and it's a bigger deal than I think. Also, oh, remember when everyone about... clowned on the Buck Walter hire? Yeah, I did. I thought it was a decent hire. I never loved it, but like it's proven to be a pretty good hire. God. I mean, it's it's a good hire because I think it's like hiring Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker's so good at his job. I love like, Dusty Baker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah sure. He's Who not going to make Dusty the most Baker? sabermetrically informed sure. decision, but uh, but everyone's he happy. Knows ball, he knows ball. Buck Showalter knows ball. True, exactly. But um, yeah, Joe I mean, Girardi clearly doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Girardi ends up catching on somewhere else at this point. Um, he might, I, but I have a hard time figuring out who. I think he could like do a Ron Washington third base coach. Everyone loves him when he's like 75 kind of deal. I think Ron right, Washington if you have also... a young core you need to build up and build up good culture. I think you get Girardi, and that's the only way I can see him getting another managerial job. But where? A lot of those teams have their guy like Miami's yeah. got Mattingly. Um Detroit's got um Hinch. 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 Uh let me think who else? Who else is like other teams I mean, that... I think that, that uh, Girardi would have been a much better hire than Tony LaRusa. Tony LaRusa was the worst hire of any ever. That was I hope LaRusa gets fired soon. But the way that nah. teams are playing, it would be justified at this point. I was going to say, it should have been LaRusa instead of um, Girardi yeah, that absolutely. got fired. Absolutely. You're 100% correct. Like, like, I like, hate Tony LaRusa. Like, Why? Why would you hire a geriatric old man? Because of the oh, name. No. You I remember. Name. Who's going so out to the ballpark to see their favorite manager? I am. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I did go. I was excited to see Bruce Bochy a few times. when I. Uh, okay, but he still. has the pedigree of having been with the same franchise for over a decade. That's also you don't true. hire a big name manager and get excited and the fans don't get excited for him. I got excited for Joe Corey back in the day when he came to Los Angeles. That's really that was a mistake. Well, but like no, yeah. um, with the um, with Larusa, if you if anyone listening is so inclined to go back and listen to our um, this week in baseball, uh, we did one in the off season, uh, like right after Larusa got hired, and we it was me, Scott, and Laz were all on it. And we just clowned on Laz for a solid twenty minutes <laughs> for for the for the hire. And Laz like was Laz went off. He was he was mad. Well, but maybe the so. A's could use Joe Girardi. Yeah, the A's might be yeah. a good fit, but they just got. Um, Speaking you know, of Bob Melvin, uh, let's talk about those Padres. They're on the upswing. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about the Padres here a little bit. Uh, they they've been playing really good ball. They uh, released Robinson Cano this week. Um, it was worth a shot. He, yeah, he, yeah, it was worth a chance. Like you're right. Like, and apparently, for all I've seen on Twitter, brought a fantastic presence to that clubhouse while he was there. Which I mean, not overly shocked by um, that good veteran presence. Um, might, Old it men might have been are good enough. For baseball. 
yeah yeah as a giants fan i agree <laughs> but um <laughs> it it was good for the team as a whole and that team again has just been flat out good this year they're doing all this without tatis eric hosmer's still good yeah he's still down but he's better than expected yeah, anything really above for. above zero war would have been a better he's, than expected he's, has no, he has plus of 129 he's hitting yeah he's hitting well like which I is kind of he's not trying to hit the ball in the air anymore like because i saw like i see yeah I saw, I saw really good i saw like i saw something that was like yeah eric hoffman was trying to hit the ball in the air and then he was just hitting pop flies and then yeah yeah I mean, it's such a um, weird swing to try and get the ball in the air anyways you know what I mean? Right. It's an it's a it feels unnatural for most guys. Again, MVP when they ban the shift. <laughs> yeah, when they ban the shift, Eric Hosmer stuck. Sky. <laughs> that's going to be the best drafting in fantasy. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're are they banning it uh, next year? Twenty four. I think it's next 24. year, right? Okay, next that's year, 24? Hosmer with like an eighth round pick. He'll be the star <laughs> of my fantasy team. <laughs> Honestly, but like, yeah, the. They're just a, it's just a good team, and then they, they'll get Tatis back, I think, relatively soon. I think, like, like they said, late June, early July. At the that's what I thought. So, like, uh, let me look at it real quick. I, I thought it was late, uh, late June as well was the timeline. Oh, because I haven't heard I, I just anything about Tatis recently. Neither have I. Um, granted, I don't like. Do a ton, spend a ton of my time looking into like the Padres, um, but I do take uh, I do with due diligence as like you know any like rival. Also, team uh, Joe team Musgrove might win the Cy Young Award. Joe Musgrove's been kind of crazy. It's a it's a contract year for him too. Yeah. Like, like if he keeps it under two, he's going to get paid. Yeah, I miss when Rodon was the front runner for the Cy Young. Yeah, speaking of the wild card series and where the oh, Padres are right now, that Rodon let's go. Without a Laz rant. True. Yeah, what were you saying, Joseph? All right, speaking of like the wild card series where the Padres are right now, even if you have to go on the road, like even to like a St. Louis, a Milwaukee, I'm still mm-hmm. taking the Padres with Musgrove and Mackenzie Gore <laughs> pitching two. Yeah, games. Mackenzie Gore's been absolutely everything he was supposed to be. He's electric. He like, has he's been, been fun insane. to watch. I think he's had what ten strikeouts twice already. Yeah. Okay, and he has a one five ERA. Eight starts. Yeah, and like eight starts. Fastball right now. If you look at run value, that fastball is great. Yeah, it's it's almost crazy to think like that these teams like the rich are getting richer kind of thing. Um, Smart, but that feels like players. Right, and Mackenzie Gore, we waited so long for him. Like he he should have been up realistically at any other team he's up two years earlier. Mm-hmm. Like and they um, made the right call by waiting. Yeah, exactly. That's the calling thing. up a guy at twenty three is not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, right. Um, but like that's what I'm saying. Like everyone's like, why is Gore not up yet? Like when they waited, and then it's paying off big time. I mean, yeah, because when your player development's that great. Let him stay in the player development <laughs> until he's. I mean, amazing. they didn't develop Paddock, right? I Something he happened to Paddock because he had that great rookie year, and then he just fell off after that. But he came off Tommy John, and I think he just he had a, oh, he had a really good year, and then 
and I just forget. Am I making fun of Paddock for no reason? Chris Paddock was kind of an afterthought after 2019. Yeah, he hasn't been good. He's been, I mean, he got time. Isn't he? Had he's on the twins, I think. Yeah, he's yeah, with the he, twins. Didn't he need Tommy John again? Yeah. Yeah, he underwent Tommy John two weeks, two weeks ago. Um, which is unfortunate. We never want Tommy John for any pitcher. Yeah, you never um, want Tommy John. Speaking of Tommy John, uh, uh, he should be a, a Hall of Fame baseball guy. Oh, I thought you were going to like find a way to transition to something else we were planning on talking about. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. I thought I, 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 I thought I was going to talk. I saw Unless you want to talk Parker. about Kumar Rocker. Wait, Kumar Rocker. What a great idea. Go. Yeah. Kumar Rocker, he's he's okay. like lighting up his, his indie ball. Uh, he hit 99 uh, this last week, which is really the big report from him. Yeah. What a shocking turn uh, of events. Who could have ever seen this coming? Yeah, because when I like, I was watching Rocker in the College World Series a couple years ago, and like in the big situations is when he turned it up. Yeah, like so I good. I don't understand. Yeah, he what? the Mets I, the Mets biffed it. I think so too. I genuinely think the Mets biffed it as well. Watch them draft him again. I would laugh so hard. <laughs> If they draft him again with the, the same, just... like the compensatory pick they got for him, yeah, <laughs> that's so mad. It's like teams are going to be scared to draft him. I don't think so. Like, he's hesitant, not going, but not scared. He's not yeah. going at ten again. He'll go lower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll go. That was lower peak Kumar sure. hype when he went ten. Yeah. I think he'll go yeah. like I think the scary thing is that he's going to a contending team in the late first round, probably. I want Kumar to fall to the Giants so badly. Yeah, I was gonna say if he went to like the Giants, the Guardians, the Dodgers, one of those teams it's that pitching really well. Yeah, Sky's the imagine, think... imagine Kumar with Burns and Woodruff. Oh no. <laughs> oh, imagine no. Kumar with like McCall or yeah, McCallahan and Baz. Speaking of like, Shane, Bass, don't put that in the world. Don't put that in the world. <laughs> That'd be uh, fun I, to watch. I would, would love be to fun, watch, but I, just, I don't want to face this. That. Is your, like, this is your daily reminder. Fan, Shane Baz was a player to be named later in the Chris Archer deal. Yep. Yep. That deal just keeps getting better. Oh, yeah. That Chris Archer, man, what a biff for Pittsburgh. <laughs> they could be in playoff contention right now, to be honest. Yeah, the Pittsburgh, unless they're playing Milwaukee, they're like above 500. Or the Dodgers. I mean, I mean, mean what do you no, mean? They they're they, they, six uh, against Milwaukee. They they swept the Dodgers. Uh, remember, remember, went, they took five of six in the season. Uh, remember, six, and then I believe right. Brian Hayes reminding everyone why he's so good. When they call up O'Neill Cruz, when his defense is fixed, but I mean, like, why not just slap him at first base? See if Sutsu goes bad. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. I guess bad. Michael like, Chavis maybe. That team, if this offseason they make a few moves, that can be a well above 500 team next year. Mm-hmm. They could challenge for the third spot. In the, they could challenge for the sixth seed. No, absolutely. Like That team could be good. Jose Quintana has been insane. Yeah, He's always that? had the talent. Yeah. I mean, he's 33. I thought everyone thought he was washed. It, it's that like weird Francisco Liriano thing all over again with the Pirates. Yeah. We should have seen this coming. I don't know why we didn't at this point. 
Because it happens like every few years is some washed pitcher comes to the Pirates and then they start pitching like an ace again. It's incredible. What was that, 2019? The trade? Or when he was like last a really good pitcher? When like his last year before retiring when he was with the Pirates. I don't know off the top of my head. Neither do I. But um, But like those mid- Speaking of... Oh, I had a transition. No, keep going. Like no, keep going. Those mid twenty tens Liriano seasons were legitimately really good. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of, but a lot of these guys have like a few good years, and then they take like a big drop off. You know. Speaking of recently retired players, let's talk about Russell Martin's Russell Martin's retirement. Oh, that's not the, that's not the transition I wanted. Ah, oh. <laughs> but that works. That's the work. Yeah, Russell Martin officially retired this week. Um. Which he's been out of the league for four years already. He's Hall of Fame eligible next year. Like, <laughs> uh, let him like, let I the man so. in. Maybe one more year. You should get Russell Martin's a Hall of Famer. Like straight up, this is a narrative that many I don't know about many, but several Diamond Dodgers employees hold. Um, if Yadi's a Hall of Famer, so is Russell Martin. That's the big like the big point a lot of people make. Uh, but the, those two are Hall of Famers independently. But the thing mm-hmm. is, like, if Yadier Molina is someone you're like, oh, that's definitely a Hall of Famer, why is Russell Martin not a Hall of Famer? Like, if he that's, is. like, a standard you're setting? Like, yeah, Hatchers he, are he is. so notoriously ripped off by the committee. Right. I think it's hard to, like, right. articulate catcher value. Yeah, but, like, everywhere to- he went, he played a huge impact on those teams, and a lot of those teams made the playoffs with him. Pittsburgh, oh, yeah. Toronto, it's LA, no the Yankees. The 2013 Pirates had Russell Martin. Yeah, you get that. The, famous the 2016 run. Blue Jays had him. Right. And yeah. The, Russell Martin is a career 55 F4 player. That's amazing. Yeah. That For is a guy that very was very good. That was eh, offensively. 511 overall pick in the. But did he hit the 2000 hits draft. though? Yeah. Where Where does he rank amongst the catchers though? And F4. Yeah. Um, I'm not 100% sure. Probably pretty decently high, I imagine. Um, let me see. Oh, man, I might not know this website. I don't use Fangraphs ever. I, I actually did apply to Fangraphs. I think we all did um, at some point. Yeah. Well, like most recently. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm looking up a career catcher F4. I mean, yeah, Russell Martin... Just good, good baseball player mm-hmm. for a he very long time. He knows ball. For when sure. does when does the Pirates hire him as their next manager? Oh no, he would be a great manager. He was also Martin would be a Mathis fantastic of, manager. In the vein of like great former catcher managers, like Yadi Molina, right. I would not be surprised if he gets hired the second he retires as a manager. Right. Oh, he's going to stay in house uh, with St. Louis in some capacity for sure. They're is never their, man- is their manager in good standing? Oh, I mean, they had those incredible sure. runs. Like, no one thought they were making the playoffs in 2020 and 2020, especially 2021. And I mean, I think so, he as someone who talks really to Carson point. every week about it, it always comes up. Um, Russell Martin, he, be- he heavily believes that Russell Martin's going to be a coach at some, some capacity. Um, with the uh, Cardinals next year after he retires. 
Um, so I have never Yachty, not Yachty, not Martin, not Russell Martin, right? Yeah, Yachty. Yeah, but no, Russell Martin, he, he'll be, I hope he becomes a manager one day because I think he'd be a very good one. Yeah. Um, but like I said, 55 career F4 is a Hall of Famer. Uh, but just, yeah, just want to shout out Russell Martin. He's, he knows ball. He's That's good. Super underrated. Um, get him in the Hall of Fame. Shout out Canada legend Russell Martin. He's <laughs> Canadian. <laughs> Canadians are taking uh, over, man. Speaking of Canadians, let's talk about Joey Votto. <laughs> we have nothing to say about Joey Votto. Is he back uh, yet? Is he still hurt? No, he, he hit a home run very recently. Oh, nice. And he still bangs. <laughs> like, That's all I have to say. Joey Votto still bangs. That is true. I, I, I feel like... out. Yeah, and, I think he popped out seriousness. recently and someone like freaked out about it. <laughs> uh. But seriously, talking about Reds and former Reds, uh, Eugenio Suarez and Jesse Winker are kind of doing the opposite of what I thought they'd do. What do you think they're going to do? I thought Winker was going to pop off and Suarez was going to suck. But like, yeah, Suarez, Suarez. like, but Eugenio Suarez has been crushing yeah. baseballs, and Jesse Winker hasn't been that good. Winker will figure it out in Seattle. Suarez, I, I've always believed in Suarez. I've always liked Suarez a lot. Um, but I didn't think, even I didn't think he was going to get like this hot. I'm like, he's been really good. Like, he's good. He's good. It's just I didn't think like he was going to find the form he did again. But this is the Mariners, the land of backwards. They're good when you think right. they're bad. They're bad when you, you think they're good. And uh, when yeah. do we give up on Jared Kelnick? I mean, he's I back think- in AAA. Yeah, that outfield is too crowded. He 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 needs a change of scenery. Yeah, he's there's nowhere to put him. Someone will give him money. Not money. Someone will give him a good prospect for him. No, absolutely, and he deservedly should go for a pretty decent prospect. Like yeah. Kelnick, he he will figure it out. At least I hope he does. There's then, no reason oh, to believe he won't. But then Julio Rodriguez is playing very well. Rookie of the Year and candidate. AL Rookie of the Month last month, along with Luis Gonzalez of the Giants. We'll also, I have not heard of Luis Gonzalez. Good. There's, yeah, you shouldn't have. Like he was a, not much of a prospect coming up, um, but he's been really, really good this year. I think he's hitting like three four fines. Yep, one hundred percent. Oh wow! Yeah, he's he's raking. <laughs> He might have actually been picked up from Cincinnati, if I remember correctly. It correct. was the White Sox. Okay. I don't know who I'm thinking of then. Um, but, yeah, he he's good. Another Farhan Fine, like Joseph said. like Farhan's Farhan kind of Fines. Yeah, no. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> Half our team is these Farhan Fines that like end up playing really well and play every day. That's why I have been following yeah, the Evan Longoria saga very closely. Because like, I want him to make the Hall of Fame so bad. But he I just have always needs... had a soft spot for um, Evan Longoria. Broke my heart when he moved to San Francisco. Because now I'm like, I have to hate you. But deep down, I still respect you as a player. And you That's are what, a really, really That good was player. what happened to me with... Uh, shoot, who was it? Yeah. Shoot, it was a. I think it was Johnny Cueto heading to the Giants. Not Kansas City. Well, no, because uh, remember, the it was like the reverse sweep in the 2012 NLDS. 
that uh, I'm still salty about 10 years later. Because because I was in Quato got in like Quato pitched really well in that series and then he lost. And... Now, speaking of Johnny Quato, he's actually been playing very well. Yeah, Quato's been really good uh, in Chicago. He's been so good, in fact, that they have no more need for Dallas Keuchel, who was DFA in the last couple weeks here. I, I will always root for Johnny Cueto's success, just not his teams. Right, yeah. Johnny Cueto's – that's reasonable. I understand. Um, but Johnny Cueto is just good for me as well. He's fun. He's a fun guy, and why did the Giants let him leave? You can't hate Johnny Cueto. I mean, you can't. I get why people do. I don't understand. Um, I know a couple people He's who fun. do not like Johnny Cueto. Like, the guy's not a Hall of Famer, but, like, he's been so good for so long. Yeah, he's all very good. Like, you know he's only I mean? has yeah. 34-R war. He's not that good. But No, he's it's, no one's going to argue he's a Hall of Famer. But he's like, fun. He's, like, I feel like if he won a lot of rings, he'd be in that Jack Morris camp of, yeah, sure, Veterans Committee will put him in. I think he's got. Does he have one? He has a ring with the Royals. Yeah, that's what I thought. I, mean, I think he has the one with the Royals. I couldn't. Should have had the 2012 ring with the Reds, but we all know what happened there. You're welcome. <laughs> Buster uh, Posey. Anyway, don't forgive him. Buster Posey happened. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't win. You, but I respect you guys. For me, Posey. Yeah, I love like I hated Posey his entire career because of that. But I was still sad when he retired. I mean, it was so unexpected, too. Like, why did he? I mean, why did he leave? He was so um, good because his his like legs were just like giving out on him. His knees were bad. I thought it was because he got. I thought uh, it was because like he one of his investments paid off or something. I mean, and he got nope. paid big time. I mean, not really, but of that, like his knees were like he he was saying how um, like at the end of like. Um, the year and all that, his like retirement, like all that jazz. Um, he was like, yeah. Um, uh, it was just like every day was getting like kind of tough to play, like to catch every day. And he didn't want to move to first base full time. He didn't want to, um, he would rather retire than play first base. Well, it's not that. It's the fact that like um, he, Brandon Belt, he yeah. knew, well, yeah, that too. Like he knew that his best output was behind the dish and um he didn't want to like take away from someone else's best output at first mm -hmm. pretty much is what it was um plus that and he has kids he wanted to be a dad he just adopted um two kids a couple years ago um, ah that's nice yeah he's so, a good dude yeah. deep down you know what i mean yeah he's a fantastic human it's like, like how tom know. brady retired to be with his kids then realized he hated it then came back <laughs> yeah posey doesn't hate his kids um, so <laughs> I will go on record saying what? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just thought that saga was really funny. It was. That's why. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, speaking of, this has nothing to do with that, um, saga, but, um, just, I guess speaking of like, you know, big, kind of these bigger names getting paid, uh, Jordan Alvarez got a six year extension, uh, for 115 million, uh, I mean, good extension overall. I feel it's good for the Astros. Jordan is not. Jordan is much more than a sixteen per year player. 
Right. And they're it's paying just the positional him. value of a DH, but he just hits. Like, yeah, he's so that's good. Thing. His career OPS is in the 900s. Yeah. Now that is almost now, Mike Trout like level. Three, four years? He's I'm 2019 was his rookie year. 2019 was his rookie year. Or 2019. Yeah, 2019 full-time. Um, yeah, so he's been around for like three three seasons, four seasons now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just so and good. Man just man just flat out hits. But that's the other thing. Like he's a DH. It's like how much are you going to pay a DH? And I believe um, this was the biggest contract doled out for a DH um, for a guy who exclusively is just a designated. I mean, like, he, he plays a little play bit in the field base. here and there. He could play he first base. He plays in the field. He just chooses not to. Um, but. Yeah, but he he that man's a DH. Joran Alvarez is yeah. a designated hitter. Um, but I think that'll even reset or like set this like market value for these like for DH type hitters, like mm-hmm. guys that are like they could play a first, they could play a left, but like yeah. you look at Jordan Alvarez and you're like, that's a DH. You're not a first baseman. Also, uh let's talk about the Astros letting Correa walk and then getting a better player. In Pena. To replace Pena, I think is better than Correa right now. He is. I, mean, I don't think overall Correa, it's going to even stop. out. Correa is going to pass him, but as of right now, Pena is better. Pena the question is Farhan running Pena. the Astros too? Because like another <laughs> one of those under the radar guys. Pena is just going to get better though. Probably. Yeah. Correa, I think, is peaked. Do you really think he's peaked? Like, I don't think he's peaked. He's in his peak currently. Okay. Yeah, he's he's currently playing through his peak. Like he's he's uh, not like it just goes. It's a extended prime yeah yeah he's in his prime but like i mean yeah remember when korea came up he was also like very very good like the same but they're also paying carlos pena the league minimum yeah well right (laughs) true and not 40 million (laughs) dollars also that but like pena when he pena was it wasn't like some nobody prospect like he was like a like fairly well-touted prospect in the astro system but outside of Houston, guys, people didn't really know him all that well. And, but now they do. He burst on the scene in a big way. Because yeah. um, you don't pay attention to, like, prospects behind the premium guys. You know what right, I mean? Like, exactly. No one knows a Padre shortstop prospect. You know what I mean? Because they have time to Like, who knows who, like, if you're not a Reds fan, do you know who Ailey De La Cruz is? No. No. Exactly. Who is that? He's a he's what a, the first base prospect? He's a third base shortstop guy. You don't have anyone at third short right now that of note, do you? Trade Suarez. And is, what, is it Kyle Farmer playing short yeah, every Kyle day for you? No, he's just, he's just not ready yet. Uh, he's just young. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, the Reds, I think hey, they've got a lot of guys. Drury. Yeah, I know. Brandon Drury is on my fantasy team because he's been hitting a lot lately. Like, like they, I remember they brought him in to like pinch hit in one of the first games of the season. He like hit a, he hit a missile. He's been, Brandon Jury is a good player. Like, even like, I mean, no offense to the Reds, but they're not a very good team, right? This season. Hey, we, we were good in May. Yeah. You were good in May. That's true. Um, but overall in the season, I think when you have 19 wins in the season, uh, we have 18. Okay. So I gave you a little more credit than you needed. But um, we're not the worst either in baseball way, like, anymore. Yeah. That's we, true. We passed, that is true. We passed the Royals. Especially yes. with the new draft lottery, you don't need to be the worst team in baseball anymore. Yeah, you just have to be one of the worst. 
Yeah, who's like the who's like the next who's like the big twenty twenty three draft guy? No clue. Yeah, it's like I know no, this I'm year not, we have Drew Jones. I'm not super big on like drafts until we get to the year. Yeah, uh, I know this I feel, a lot of this year's class, but but like speaking of those Royals, uh, why is how is Benintendi this good? Benintendi was always like not a secret bad. Andrew Benintendi guy for a little bit, but yeah, he he's not he's not this good. But like he's gonna get he's we'll sell gonna high get a, with the deadline. Yeah, I feel like this feels like a very Alex Anthopoulos move. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, the Benintendi was never that bad. Worries me is the Royals never sold high on Whit Merrifield, so I'm kind of hesitant to see if they're gonna sell high on Benintendi. They'll sell on Benintendi for sure. Merrifield like still got just a few years of control. Yeah, Whit Merrifield's 33. He's never gonna hit the open market. Oh, does he? Does he really? He's 33 what? years old. Yeah, and he will not hit free agency t- until he's 35. That's the wrong name. I accidentally looked up Rondell White. A freaking uh, Rondell White carried a couple of OOTP Sims for me. <laughs> what Merrifield's 33? How did I? He's not older than you think. Yeah, he did. Like how Judge and Trout are the same age. Degrom and Kershaw yeah, are the same age. Yeah, it's one of those. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there was really no big reason to sell on Merrifield. Um, I think uh, they signed through 2023 on a very reasonable deal, and he like is he's been like fine for him. Um, I don't know. I made it made sense um, not to sell on him when I was talking to Rudy. Like Rudy will talk about it as a Royals fan. He's like it never made sense to sell. Uh, to get rid of them, so I'm like, okay, I'll take your word for it. You're the world. Like fan. you don't ever, like you don't sell the the franchise guy. And even though Whit Merrifield's not a franchise guy, he may as well have been for a couple of years. Yeah, from the post contention teams, like it was just Whit Merrifield. Yeah, it's yeah pretty like, much. It's just Whit Merrifield, just hanging out. Like, why would you trade him? Just the only thing. Yeah, that's fair. They wouldn't even save money if they traded them. No, exactly. Like, there's not, there's no reason for them to really trade them, so they never did. Which and like, who's taking a 32 year old contact hitter in this day and age and giving up a massive prospect haul? Fair. I don't know. It could be like a far on find, but that's not a far on find at that point. That's just winners. No, because if you give up like a big prospect, it's not an under the radar type move. It's, I'm yeah, sorry, it's uh, a, a Dombrowski deal. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure is much like, more of a Dombrowski him, deal than a Farhan find. Trade, you know, absolutely. But like, if they would have traded him at like the peak of his value, that's a real slap in the face to the fan base. I'd say. I mean, like, it's like we already got you your ring. No, they didn't. <laughs> he was. He wasn't on that team. The, the fan base. Yeah, you you oh, have yeah, to be happy. Watch the DVD exactly. over and over and over again. Wow, <laughs> you Alex got a Gordon ring. Should have like... rounded third, but we won it. But we still. Sorry, sorry. Alex Gordon should have rounded Alex, third. He would have been out by a mile. Like if he rounded. No, I I think he would have made it. I was praying had for the him to make it. I mean, it was the right call in a regular season game. But like, right, come well, on! Sure. You're facing peak Madison Bumgarner. 
dude, you know how much I was screaming at my TV for him to go? I'm like, go, go, go. I wasn't I, I wasn't really big into baseball at age eight, so I didn't watch the game, but I did watch the uh, secret base rewind of it. So yeah, it's man. Every now and then I'll go back and watch just just the Bumgarner innings pitched. And I'm like, because I remember standing in my living room uh, just watching the game. And I was like, okay, okay. okay. I mean, like, like just super I mean, nervous here, No one ever thought Randy Rosarena was going to make it home in game four of 2020. That, I mean, for good reason. <laughs> Shut up. You won that, that World like, Series. Oh I know, but that, that was just painful to watch. Just like we just got a whole party together. Like we didn't do anything in 2020 with people. We got a party together. We watched it together, and we just were just stunned for like a minute. We didn't say Man, anything. Hey, to anybody. Someone tweeted, "Congratulations, you just watched an ESPN instant classic." But that's what it was. Like, it like was that was a great game. Like in 30 years, people are going to watch Game Four of the 2020 World Series. No, it absolutely. was a great game. And I, it was a fitting end to that game, like having an insane ending like that. Like, because you know, that was in the peak of some MF named Randy. Yeah. Yeah. Now exactly. he's just good. So, no, so it's not funny that he's good anymore. I mean, he's fine now. He's kind of like, he's good. Too. Yeah, but He'll... you can't live up to the some MF named Randy days. You yeah, know what I mean? no, yeah. That was, that was insane. But yeah. Um, I remember, I remember yeah, on he... the Ray's website, they changed the merch to some guy named Randy. Yeah, which is still pretty good, but yeah, it's, it's like good. The, some guy named Randy, some, and then like he's like a OPS one OPS plus one twenty guy now. Yeah, like who cares? Yeah, and which is fine. Like he's good. But, like uh, wow, he's serviceable. Yeah, exactly. He's he's going to be a pretty decent player for a while, but he's never going to be some guy named Randy again. Or, like, he, that's just. I could also see him playing until he's like forty. Yeah, absolutely. I can and just see that. be baseball's token old man for a couple of years. I'd love that. Yeah, he's got the pedigree. I could see him like in that kind of leadership role you have. He'll the recount the guys that them. weren't born with stories of his amazing World Series run. Honestly, no. Like that that his his World Series run is something that's like, yeah, I watched Randy Rosarena. And like that postseason would just go absolutely ballistic. Like that's there like was that. always fear for me when I saw him step into the batter's box and like, oh god, not that's that. our Anybody that's our generation's him. Kirk Gibson walk off. Ooh, ooh. I don't I hate the take. <laughs> I don't hate it. The take there. I mean, Kirk but... Gibson's walk off didn't steal a seat. Didn't steal the World Series. But I think that's what it is about the Kirk Gibson walk-off, and granted, like, before we won the World Series, like every Sportsnet LA documentary was about the Kirk Gibson walk-off. I know more about that's this true. walk-off than my own life at this point. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he was just bad as a cane as he walked around the bases. <laughs> but yeah, speaking yeah, of mean, the Rays, uh, G-Man Choi. Good. What? He's good. Who saw that coming? I mean, he was always. I, I've always liked Jimin Choi. Um, I've always thought he was a very good hitter. Like he had all the like hitting abilities, talent wise. He just kind of never. Just, he always really seemed average together. to me. He was. He's very likable, but like I kind of go back and forth. I'm like, is he or is he not a good player? He seemed so intensely mediocre for me. 
It's like, yeah, he, he's there. He won't kill you. But like, he's a stopgap. Like, he's he's worth putting in someone's starting lineup. Yeah, yeah but just, not, you just, see those flashes that make you believe, and you just get suckered back into it, and that's I, how I kind of feel. Do we sometimes. have any Angels fans that can tell us that about Taylor Ward? <laughs> Probably. Did anyone know. see anything in Taylor Ward? I want to know. I think we do actually have a couple. Of, I mean, we have a lot of Angels fans at Diamond Digest. I think I think Christian was pretty high on him for a while. If I'm not mistaken. Oh God! So glad he's not on this podcast right now. It's rants <laughs> yeah. about Taylor Ward. No, yeah, he probably will be at some point. Um, but anyway, like we do have a couple more things I did want to cover here. Then I care to admit, like I didn't see this coming. Yeah, that's, this is that's kind of bare for me. Yeah. Taylor Ward was always like, yeah, he seems like he could be okay. And then he's just kind of been crazy. Crazy good. I mean, he's like, he's never going to be a, he's like old. I don't think he's that old, is he? Like, I wonder how good Juan Soto is going to be when he's Taylor Ward's age. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Juan, Juan Soto is going to get $500 million. He's the Patrick Price? <laughs> well, if they use the Patrick Price, they'll get him for only four fifty. Yeah. <laughs> that was I like that. That was good. Um, but yeah. Um, anyway, this I I had I've been trying to set up like a segue to this for a while, but I had a couple set up. I just never got to deliver on it. Uh, Tommy Pham and uh, Jock Peterson. Oh. I tried to set this up. We're talking about Whit Merrifield. <laughs> I said it's how? in the face. How would you have gotten that? In, you could have gotten that in the Mike Trout segment. When I said trading Whit Merrifield during his like prime, that would have been a slap in the face to the fan base. That was the perfect setup, and you took it yeah. from me. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, but I do want to hit on this. Uh, no pun intended. But uh, just uh, yeah, that's just an insane thing to have happened in anything ever. Like Tommy Fans slapping Jock Peterson. Twice in three months, though. Yeah. Of two notable yeah. people going, like two notable people getting slapped by other notable people. We got to start sure. a support group. <laughs> yes, yeah, Jock Peterson and Chris Rock. I wonder if Jock Peterson and Chris Rock have anything in common. Probably having lots of money. I mean, that has, might be it. Is Jock has Jock Peterson never gotten a massive payday? I would imagine Chris Rock has much more money than Jack Peterson. Probably. But, but those two Jack World Peterson. Series rings, I think, are worth more than that, the money. I mean, you don't give away... They're also both very, rings. very well-liked. Like, I feel like a lot, not a lot of people dislike Jack Peterson. Yeah. He's like, I always I rooted for his success, and, yeah. unless he was on the Cubs. Like, I always rooted for his failure in the Dodgers, but his success everywhere else. Dude, even on the Giants, I still kind of find myself, I'm like... He's the Kyle Schwarber of our time. I have a picture with Jock Peterson from many, many years ago um, when I was I, in high school. I used school. to have a signed dinner a, plate from Billy Hamilton. I have a signed Jock Peterson nice. baseball somewhere here. Nice. I, I had a, a signed uh, Yasiel Puig baseball somewhere somewhere back home. Yeah, how's he doing uh, in Korea? From that same game. I think he's, that is in Mexico. No, I thought he got he no, got in, to Korea. No, he's in Korea now. He was, was in, he in Mexico. Mexico? He was in Mexico, okay. I think, in 2020, 2021. Oh, gotcha. Someone, oh, wow. oh I think he's, he's not even good in, in Korea. Okay. 
not shocking. No. The it's weirdest like, MLB The Show cover athlete. Like, well, Puig, was a, Puig was a cover athlete? Yeah. As someone who lived through like that Puig, insane Puig debut, I'm like, he is the greatest thing ever. And then no, he yeah. was just kind of okay after that. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Uh, just how that happens sometimes. But <laughs> he was he was good for a long time. Uh, no, a long, long time. time. A short time. Yeah. A short time. No, he was like time. that flash in the pan. Like he was like the Tim. Li- like I want to remember like Tim Lincecum. Tim Lincecum was good for like a solid like six years. Yeah. I, I think six Aris seven. Aristides Aquino is kind of more apt comparison. Aristides Aquino. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was good for a month. I mean, Peterson, not Peterson, but uh, but they both had like had that insane start to their careers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, was Aquino, is Aquino still with the Reds? Is he in the majors? Uh, I think we put him in AAA. That's what I thought. Because although his, I, will... <laughs> I never uh, thought he, he was going to be good Although he was time. a really good defensive player. Yeah, that's right. He had a rocket arm, didn't he? Yeah, he, he could like throw 100 from the outfield. Ooh, that's crazy. So, like, he could, I think he's totally seen going the Anthony Ghost route. Honestly? Oh, shout out, I mean, Anthony, the Anthony Ghost story just makes me so happy. Like, I love that story so much. It's like, it's like the, he's the Rick Ankeel of our time. Rever, yeah. Reverse Rick Ankeel. That is, yeah, that is a better comparison than the Bob Gibson walk, walk-off comparison. The Kirk Gibson walk-off. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's what I meant. My bad. <laughs> Imagine if Bob um, Gibson hit a walk-off. Well, I mean, yeah. The way uh, that but, thing was going, you might as well just add on. Honestly. <laughs> He had a oh, yeah. he had a one point one two ERA and had a walk off home run. Legend. <laughs> Clayton Kershaw can uh, never. <laughs> Pedro Kershaw Scherzer. You know who could? Massive upgrade. Who could? Mike Leak. I'm going to can put up the ERA though. Probably not. Mike mm-hmm. God. Mike Leak. I have a massive disdain for Mike Leak. Why? Just because he was a bad giant. I like him. He was a, he I like him everywhere else. Red. He was a very yeah, but he was, red. I don't. I think. Who did we give up in that trade? I don't remember. I think it was someone who ended up being decent. That might have been Castillo. No, we got Castillo from the Marlins. Did you, Luis Castillo? Yeah, he. I believe he was in the. Uh... Duval. No. Duval also. Luis Castillo. I'm not certain about that. I feel like I'm looking up this uh, Mike Leak one really quick, um, just because I need to know. I swear to God, I mentioned that trade in an article once. You probably did. Like you, you're probably more likely correct than I am. Um, you know Duval. Yeah, we gave up Duval in the Leak trade. Oh wow! Um, it was in the we got Castillo for Dan Straley. What? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I mean, we also got well, Eddie nice. Suarez for Alfredo Simon. The Astros got Jordan for Josh Fields. Yeah. I'm still not bitter about that one. <laughs> you have there are a Mookie lot of trades, and you have Mookie Betts. You have uh, Max Muncie. You have Freddie Freeman. Max Muncie's not good. Uh, you have Trey Turner. Max you have Muncie Dustin Turner. Is good. Uh, you have Will Smith. You have Walker Buehler. You have Keith Clayton Kershaw. Therefore, you cannot complain. Uh, I want to bring up Buehler right now. <laughs> 
I love Walker Bueller, but no, let's not talk about Walker Bueller. Uh, what does he do? You know do? what people do? Like you have been putting a lot about yesterday. Oh yeah, my transitions. <laughs> no, but people have complaining a lot about. I'm not letting you get like short change me on this one. Uh, <laughs> people have been complaining about the Colorado Rockies City Connect uniforms. Why? People well, don't good. like the green. I mean, very rarely like are the City Connect jerseys good, but I think these are actually one of the good ones. I like. I mean, some. Here's the thing. The City Connects, like, they're either really good or awful. This yeah. is the first one that's been, like, in the middle. Like, they're not bad. Like, I, I don't dislike them, but I don't love them. What do you mean? I love those. See, they're... I don't hate them, but I don't love, love them. Like, I think they're in my top five. It. Although, I wish they could bring, like, a purple instead of the white, but... I I wanted more... I want them to lean into, like, the Colorado flag a lot more. Mm. Um because it's such a good flag. it just looks so good. It's so good. Like it's it's good on its own. I don't think it's as good as it could have been. No, well, I think the hat should have been the Colorado the Colorado flag. Yeah, that would be the the hat. Um, and I, um, is the one thing um everyone's like raving about. They're like, even if you're not a baseball fan, if you live in Colorado, Colorado, you're gonna want that hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's gonna be it's like having. New York has the Yankees hat. Los Angeles has a, the Dodgers hat. That's going to be Colorado's hat. Right, for a, like a while. That's going to be the Colorado Honestly, hat. In like Cincinnati, that. I see so many people with red hats. Like That would make sense. It's such a, it's just <laughs> such a good hat. Yeah, it's a good hat. Yeah. I mean, I funny enough, like, lately my go-to hat's baseball. been my Tigers hat. I don't know why, but my Tigers hat's been my go-to lately. God, I'm I wear so like concerned every for the Red City Connect. <laughs> I mean, what is it going to be? The, the, the skyline chili, or that would no, be funny. No, I think it's going to be a flying pig homage of some sort. That would be funnier. Because uh, the thing is, Porkopolis. Sorry, um, the City Connects—they're either really good or really bad. I still think no one's going to beat Miami City Connects. I think those are number one. By a mile, like the Marlins, really the, the South Side, the South, South Sides are, are really also good. good. I also like those Ricky are my third Vets. favorite ones. I don't like Wrigleyville very much. I just think they could have been cooler. I mean, I uh, like the, I like, I I like the Miami Chicago ones, but what does that have to do with Miami? Um, it's an homage to um, the old um, uh, what the Sugar Kings, um, uh, which I believe was a Negro League team in Miami. Um, okay, that's that's good. The story is really really good. It's a it's just they also look really cool. Yeah, like they're they're super co- super cool jerseys. I mean, just think, I feel like they could just release those as regular jerseys. You know, like a regular like them, what? I like them, but like I feel like they could just be a regular alternate, like a few years ago. Like back when they yeah, that's reasonable. Them. Like I feel like they, that feels like on the same vein of like, it's like just a really fun alternate jersey. That's fair. Oh, it's a Cuban triple A team, former Cuban triple A team, for mm. the which is still like a really cool homage kind of thing. I it's like a cool, them a lot. I feel like it's a cool homage, but I feel like they could have uh, yeah. had made that homage in a regular alternate jersey. That's all. Yeah, but I also Cuban really, really like the city. Like Miami as a city, that like it made more sense yeah, to do it, it for the city connect. Yeah, I, I'm not really well versed in Miami culture. 
I only am because every election very, season about the Cuban population in Miami. That's yeah, the only I, I know. Uh, I Miami's vote, very, so. very Cuban heavy. Yeah, that's true. I have like, I think it's like, I've only really Um, ever spent time in, I spent, I've like, I've spent time in the Florida Keys and I didn't really pick up on that. So. Yeah. But no, there's a very heavy Cuban population in Miami. So it made a ton of sense. And also the I like, I love those, the, the D-backs ones. I think they're also incredible. Those are underrated. I really want uh, the Tigers one to be bail related. It's like, you know, the Tigers, like, how they covered up the whale with an ad that was on the back. That was, like, on a building right behind the stadium. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, I thought you said bail related. So I had pause for a second. I thought you said bail for a second, too. I was like, what? No, but whale, uh, yes. Noted minor Star Wars prequels character, Bail Organa, (laughs) is going to be the Tigers City Connect. Yes. (laughs) All right. Anyway, no, I think you're um, going to test Diego. Like, I I, I'm so mad. Is that everything? Oh, yeah. The city can, the Giants, I hate the Giants City Connects. They're awful. The rivalry extends to who has the worst City Connect jerseys, too. Oh, the Dodgers are easily worse. Uh, like they're easily. bad. <laughs> they're the easily. Dodgers. They're the easily the worst ones. Like, it's just low Dodgers. The Giants are fairly close. Like if they, if it would have been Los Doyers, I would have liked yeah. them a lot more. That but that's what makes me mad about them too. Is no yeah, one calling like, Los Dodgers? Yeah, exactly. Like Los Doyers, I would have liked them a lot, lot more. Yeah. But no, that's dumb. God. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> I think that's all we wanted to hit on. Unless you guys can think of anything else. I think we kind of covered. A There's only so much baseball. Things. Yeah, I think That's we hit true. all the big stuff. There's only so much baseball, but there's more happening every day, and there'll be more happening this upcoming week. No, never too much. Never too much. But um, this upcoming week, what are you watching? What to watch for this week? I already mentioned Twins Yankees um, because oh, that was kind shoot, of you're taking Twins Yankees. We already mentioned for a Dodgers Giants <laughs> shout out this coming weekend, but I'm going to be. Looking at closely at the um, Rays and Cardinals in St. Louis, I think, or in Tampa, that's going to be a great series. I'm going to go a bit different. I want to see if anyone picks up Dallas Keuchel. That's fair. Yeah, watching the Dallas Keuchel. Uh, obviously, they're going to let him get released, so they don't have to saga. pay him. But right. I think it's going to be really interesting to see like, if anyone yeah, takes a chance this. on him. I Probably. think they will. I think someone is, will take a chance. He is on him. literally free for a couple of seasons. I'm literally – it's either Milwaukee or San Francisco if I had to put money on it. I don't think Milwaukee needs Or Tampa. It. i throw Tampa in there. Tampa, yeah. That's but fair. you can always use pitching depth, and that's kind of my line of thinking. If you're getting them basically for free, just another depth yeah, starter. there's no reason not to. Yeah, maybe yeah, like exactly. – he seems – maybe like the Yankees pick him up as a depth guy. I hope I don't the Yankees don't pick him up. What I do you mean? That glorious know. beard. <laughs> That's, That's why. why. Fair. That's 100% uh, the reason why. Did Brian Wilson never play for the Yankees? No, but he shaved when he went to the Dodgers, I believe. Uh, he shaved at some point. I, don't, I blocked I don't Brian Wilson out as a Dodger. 
And then I was just talking about Giant. He was a career giant, I thought. No, yeah, he, he went and played for the Dodgers at the tail end. He got yeah, a bobblehead for some reason. What do you mean? He was like actually uh, legitimately just a closer a big for a bit. Yeah, he, he, he was a great play. closer for like five years. Yeah, um, so I also yeah, hope um, Sergio Romo ever never goes to the uh, Yankees. He just shaves sometimes just to shave. Like, yeah, just I've never can. seen that. I'm not an avid uh, Mariners fan. I wouldn't look it up. It's like you don't have to. It's not worth. It's seeing. disturbing. I love Sergio Romo too. I mean, it's not super disturbing, but I've, if you haven't seen it, you should probably keep it that way. Oh, God, Minnesota Twins legend Sergio Romo. Sergio Romo. You can say that about any organization, really. Sergio Romo is one of my favorite. Giants. Sorry, sorry. Miami Marlins legend Sergio Romo. Yeah, he's been in a lot of teams. Sergio, I'm a Dodgers now. Romo. Sorry, Oakland A's legend Sergio Romo. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Rays legend yeah. Sergio Romo. <laughs> yeah, see, this we're not even. You haven't hit all the teams yet. All right, Edwin like Jackson time. Um. Anyway, um, no, <laughs> we're not doing that. There's a good chance that happens on Sunday night uh, watch party because that happens just about every week, I feel like. Um, but, uh, yeah, the other series I want to throw out there just kind of to watch, uh, Mets Padres, that should be a fun series. Yeah. Um, Mets are Because those are two really good teams. Hopefully. Um, That's going to be a fun one. But man. it should be a good series. Yeah, it should be fun nonetheless. Good week of baseball uh, coming but, up. Good week of baseball coming up, for sure. A lot of good games. A lot should be happening. All right, so uh, just to round out this episode here, we'll throw our little thing at the bottom here, as we do every week. So um, if you don't know where to find us, how'd you get here? Uh, but if you want to continue to find us online, um, our website is diamond-digest.com. Our Twitter, diamond underscore digest. And our Instagram, diamond.digest. Yes, we are very consistent in the way we are present online. Uh, but I believe that'll do it for us this week. Thank you for listening to us to talk about the most random things week in and week out. Uh, it's a good episode. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy this a lot. It's good just all around the map last couple of weeks. Um, we'll be back. Hopefully next week. We should be back next week. No reason for us not to be. Uh, so for Sam, Joseph, and myself, Diego, thank you for joining us. And as always, go baseball. Go baseball. Go baseball. Yep. Have a good week, everyone.